You're listening to the Travel Geniuses Podcast for travel agents who love planning vacations for their clients, but wish the business side of things was just a little bit easier. This is episode 54, and I'm sharing a new tool I'm using that's helping me stay on top of my to-do list. Hey, Travel Geniuses, Christy here. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the podcast. This episode is some tips and a tool that I've been using recently that has really helped me manage my time, I guess. This is not a productivity hack, at least not in the traditional sense or what me, at least my default used to go to when I heard productivity was like how to cram, how to multitask and cram work into every single second of every single day and not waste a minute doing something frivolous like watching Netflix or scrolling Instagram, just about how to get as much done as possible. And that is not what I'm about anymore. That belief and following people like that did not get me anywhere. My goal now in my life and for you is that you will do the right work, like get your work done, yes, and enjoy your work. But when you're done with that work, not waste your time on busy stuff and have time to actually enjoy your life and spend time with your family. So this is not about getting more done. It's just about getting the right things done. And it's something I've really struggled with. (laughs) And I have two sort of issues that I deal with when it comes to my time management. I am usually in one of two modes. One is panic. (laughs) I've got too much to do, not enough time, too many deadlines looming, client work that needs to be done. And I just like, it's too much and I panic and my mind is racing and I don't know where to start. And I just want to go back to bed and pull the covers over my head and ignore it until it goes away. So that's one. The other thing that happens is I don't have anything pressing or urgent to do. No deadlines are looming. I don't have any client work that's due anytime soon. And the problem with that, while it sounds perfect, is that there are a million other things I want to do and should do, things that are important, but there are so many of them that I just... I don't know where to start, just like in the other scenario. And I end up wasting the day kind of browsing the internet and scrolling through Instagram and refreshing my email 50 million times, even though nothing's coming in. And that is just as much of a problem. And that starts a whole cycle over again, because I do that. And then I end up procrastinating on things and not getting things done. And then suddenly all those things that weren't urgent before are urgent again. And I start the whole cycle over again. This is obviously a problem and it's not the way I want to live my life. So I have read over the years a ton of productivity books and tried to come up with a way to run my life and my business like a normal person and not the crazy disorganized person that I sometimes can be. And I think it's just a shift in the way people think about this recently. So I've only recently found some resources that have given me some tips and tools for managing this a little better and prioritizing my time a little differently. And so what I'm sharing with you is stuff that some of it I've kind of come up with on my own, but it's also come from a lot of other books and smart people. So I will have links to my favorites of these resources in the show notes. So if you want to dig a little deeper, you can, um, 
And yeah, you can just go to travelgeniuses.com slash episode 54. And I'll have links to all of that there. Usually where this starts for me is in that panicky place because I've procrastinated and now I have a million things to do that have to be done now and not enough time and not enough energy and I'm tired and because I'm panicked about it, I'm extra tired and all I want to do is go to bed, but I can't because I have all this stuff to do. So as soon as I'm aware that I'm in that place, I've done this part enough times that I know if I grab my notebook and write everything down, that's the first and biggest step towards getting out of the panic mode and actually making progress on that list and getting things done. And I know I've talked about it in past episodes, but if I don't write things down, what my brain is doing is constantly working to make sure that I don't forget any of the things that I have to get done. So there's just this constant running loop in my head of everything that has to get done, which just makes me more anxious because it's constant reminder that I'm behind and here's this long list of things that I need to get to and I don't have time. And by writing it down, it lets me stop trying to remind myself. So I've got it all in writing. I don't have to keep running through that list in my head. And then I can catch my breath a little bit and figure out a plan for getting things done. The next thing I need to do is prioritize this list. And you've probably heard of the Eisenhower matrix. It's Stephen Covey used it too. It's um, like it breaks things down into important tasks and urgent tasks. And there are important and urgent and important, but not urgent. And there's like a whole quadrant of how that works. But for me, what I usually think of is the important things and urgent things. And urgent things for me are things that have a deadline that have to be done really, really soon, like within the next day or two. And there will be bad consequences if I don't get them done. So this would be client work, something that somebody's paid me for that I need to follow through on with a deadline that again, there are bad consequences if I don't do it. And then important things are things that are really important for me to do, but are really only important to me. Nobody else is going to care or notice probably if I don't get them done. And this would usually be something like creating content for my business or setting up systems or processes to make things run a little more smoothly and save me time later. And usually these are also things that take some investment today, but doesn't pay off right when I do it. The payoff comes later. So if it's creating content for my business or producing the podcast, that will help me grow my audience in the long term. But immediately, in the short term, there's not that much of a benefit. Same with creating systems and processes in my business or creating training materials. So I can hand off a task that actually the investment in time is pretty high initially, and there isn't a payoff for that for a long time. So those are how I break things up. Tanya Dalton, uh, who owns Inkwell Press, which is the planner, the paper like calendar planner that I use. She wrote a book called The Joy of Missing Out. And in there, I really like the way she breaks these things down. So she has escalate, uh, escalate, cultivate and accommodate. So escalate, those are the urgent things that you need to get done right away. Cultivate are those things that take some time investment now, but will pay off in the future. So if you think of like a garden, you're planting seeds, it does take time right now, and you're not going to get any benefit at 
benefit from it for quite a while. So that's cultivate. And then accommodate is all the rest of the stuff that you just kind of can fill in whenever. So this will be appointments or a webinar you want to watch or something like that, that maybe isn't like it needs to be done, but it's not a long-term investment and it's not urgent right now. And if you've heard or seen a demonstration where somebody takes a jar and they've got some rocks and some pebbles and some sand and they'll first like start with the sand and then put in the pebbles and then there's no room for any rocks. That's kind of what this is. So if you put the rocks in first, those are the escalate, the things that really urgently need to get done. Those are the most important things. You put those first and then you put in the pebbles, which would be the cultivate I mean, maybe these could go back and forth, but then you put in the pebbles and those kind of fit around there. And then the sand that just can fill in all the gaps. And that's kind of what this is similar to. So you want to do the most important things first and let the other stuff kind of fill in around that. And I want to make sure I'm clear that I'm not intent. I don't want you to think that I'm saying that any personal things and fun things like hobbies that you enjoy and time with friends and family that is not the sand sometimes that and usually that would be the big rocks that's the most important stuff and your business can kind of work around that so anyway so you just want to kind of have an idea of what those urgent tasks are or the things that you have to escalate so the first thing I do after I write that list is I go through and I'll highlight or I'll put a star next to anything that has to get done today or tomorrow or even this week like I'll just kind of highlight the things that are really important that I have to get done as soon as I possibly can and I'll put a star next to those that I know what those are and then I'll go through those things and pull out just the things that have to get done today Anything that has a deadline today that I have to complete by the end of the day, I pull those out. I make a list with just those things, put it on a post-it so I'm not distracted by all the other things on the list or overwhelmed by how long that list is. And that's all I think about. I don't think about the rest of those until tomorrow. And that usually ends up being a pretty manageable list. I see my way through it. I can breathe a sigh of relief and just get those things done, knowing that tomorrow I can pull up another list of things that are due tomorrow or the next couple of days. And I just repeat that until I don't have anything urgent coming up for at least the next week. And that's how I get myself out of that panic mode. All right, sorry, one more point I want to make here. And that is that it's important to really think critically about what is urgent when you're in this space and not assume that everything with a deadline is urgent. What I mean by this is, for instance, the podcast, if you noticed, I have not been great about getting uh, new podcast episodes released for the last year or so. It's been very sporadic. And that's because of a million different things I've just gotten myself in way over my head, just took on too much in my personal life and made some big plans with insiders that was a lot more work than I anticipated. I mean, I'm really happy with it, but it was just a lot more than I thought and took up a lot more time than I planned. And the podcast, while I do have a desire to get that out every two weeks, it's not a an urgent deadline. There are not going to be any 
detrimental consequences. Nobody's losing a deposit on their vacation. Nobody has paid me for work that I'm not doing if I don't get the podcast out. So while it's easy to like put that on the list and say, oh, I'm supposed to release a new episode in two days. I need to get that done. It's not really an urgent task. So if something has to give, the podcast is the thing that goes because there's no dire consequences if I don't. So I'm not saying though that it's not important and that that always is the first thing to go off the list. What I've done for the last couple of months is really spent some time thinking about how I'm using my time, what I've committed to and what's important and what I what I really want to commit to and what I can let go because the podcast it's something I really enjoy. I enjoy producing it. I enjoy being able to share things that hopefully help you enjoy your business more and your life more and run things a little smoother. And it's not something that I want to continue to have to put off. So I am releasing other things and making this a priority. So while I'm giving you permission to temporarily put off some of those important things like creating content for your business and promoting your business and setting up systems and things like that. I'm not saying that those are always going to be things that you will put off. You just are going to have to spend some time really thinking about what's important and what you want to devote your time to and make choices. And honestly, I'm not I'm also not saying you have to spend time promoting your business and all of that. I'm just saying, just decide what's important to you. And when you're spending your time, when you're saying yes to some things, realize that you're saying no to others and make sure that you're being intentional with that. So I hope that makes sense. Okay, so at this point in the process, we've made that list of everything on our mind that we have to do and want to do and think we should do. And we've worked through the urgent items. So we don't have anything really pressing coming up for the next few days or week. So how do we prevent this from happening again? And that's something I've really been working on. And I have a tool that's free and I'm going to give it to you. That has been really helpful for me over the last few months and really helped me keep on track and prioritize my time a little better and make sure that I, when I have time and energy to focus on tasks that I know what I need to do because otherwise I just don't know what to do. I know I have time. I know I have a list a mile long of things I want to do and should do, but I, there's just too many options and I don't know where to start. So my default in those situations is to like browse the internet, shop on Amazon or Etsy or scroll through Instagram for hours and hours, not really hours, but way too much time and not get anything done. And it's such a simple thing that I've created. So it's kind of embarrassing to share it, but it actually really helps. So what I've done is just taken a piece of paper and of course I made it cute, not cute, don't think it's going to be fancy with flowers and stuff. I just made it in Canva, but it's just a printout on a regular sheet of printer paper. And I have it split down the middle. And on the left side is today. And on the right side is this week. So on the first section, the first row for today, it's my top, it's today's top three. So the top three things I want to accomplish today. You might've heard people say something like this before. They'll say, what are three things 
if you do these three things you'll, that you'll consider today a success. So what are three things that as long as you get those three things done today, you'll consider today a good day. You got plenty done. Today was good, even if you don't do anything else. And I will say sometimes these things are not work-related and that's good. Sometimes it's have lunch with a friend or spend time with my family or paint something. So just three things that you want to get done today. Those are your priorities for the day. And that way, when you're sitting at your desk and you're not sure what to do with your time next, you can just look there and see what you have to do. And then on the right side, I have this week's priorities. So I pick three priorities for the week and that's it. And these are sort of projects or parts of projects, things that I know I need to to do complete somebody's website or produce a podcast episode, like record it, edit it. And those three things get put on the right side. Those are not things that would translate directly over to the to-do list because there are, like with the podcast, there are a lot of steps. I have to come up with the idea or choose an idea from my list, outline it, record it, edit it, publish it. There's a lot of other little tasks. So on my top three for today, I will list anything urgent that needs to get done that day. But then I pull from the tasks on my weekly priorities list and plug those in throughout the week. So I'll maybe say on Monday, outline podcast episode. And then on Wednesday, record podcast episode, Thursday, edit. Um, So I'm always looking at those priorities. And that's how I fill in my daily to do's or my daily top three. And you're not limited to only doing those things. But those are just three things that keeps it manageable. You're not overfilling your day. You're not cramming your day and week with so many things that you feel overwhelmed all the time. But if those things don't take as long as you thought or some extra time gets freed up or whatever, and you want to add things to that, that's fine. Just start with three is my opinion. And it's not just me. I've heard this from multiple places. For some reason, everybody recommends three and there must be a reason to it. So that's why I just chose three. It feels manageable. And I also don't beat myself up if I don't get them done. I have noticed recently, actually this week I'm doing really good and I'm almost done with all my weekly things that I wanted to get done. But there has been a trend over the last month or so where I haven't gotten everything done that I've put on my daily to do. And that's just a sign to me that I'm expecting too much of myself. I'm not estimating the time correctly and I need to maybe pull back a little bit on what I think I can get done. So don't beat yourself up if you don't get everything done, but it's just a goal to shoot for. And as you do this more and more, you'll start to learn what you have time for and what you don't. I also do keep in mind what I have planned Well, we'll talk about appointments next, but if there's a lot of stuff going on that day, I know I can't get a huge, like two one hour long tasks done in that day. So I'll dial it back and I'll pick things that are maybe 15 minutes and work from there. Which brings me to the next section of the little printable worksheet. And again, I will have the download for this. You can download this and use what I've made or you are welcome to just make your own and modify it however you want. And I'll give you some tips later on how to actually use it. But so what we've got just to recap is it's a sheet of paper split down the middle today on the left, this week on the right. And we've got the top three to do's for the day and priorities for the week at the top. Underneath that, I have listed my appointments. I 
Sometimes if I've got a lot of appointments and I'm looking at my calendar or my planner a lot, I'm good at staying on top of them. But if I have a week with no appointments and maybe the next week I just have one or two, I struggle to remember that I have appointments. I seem to do better when my schedule is full with everything. (laughs) And when I have a lot of free time, I uh, forget appointments. I don't get stuff done. So I have started tracking my appointments on here as well. So underneath the week's priorities, I list all my appointments and meetings for the week. And then on the left side under today, I just move over those appointments and meetings for that day. And bonus tip for any of you who struggle to even remember them if they're on the list. I actually set reminders for myself or not reminders, alarms on my phone for meetings so that I don't forget. Sometimes I get into a project and I lose all track of time and I miss things. So I've started to set alarms on my phone for half an hour before any appointments or meetings that I have to attend. And then I have those on that to-do list as well. And you may be wondering why I write them there if I set alarms for them. I just like to have this. I was actually going to mention this later, but I'll do it now. I like to have it out where I can just look up and glance at it anytime I want. That's why I don't keep it as a list on my phone. I don't use an app to keep track of this. That may be something that works for you. But for me, I need it to be right where I can look at it throughout the day. Anytime, just a simple one second, and I can see things that I need to work on today when I've got Sometimes, you know, I'm done with one thing and I don't know what to do next. I just look, I don't have to pull up my phone, get distracted by Instagram. That's inevitably what happens. And then an hour later, I've got nothing done. So that's why I like to have those appointments there too, so that I have a reminder every time I glance up that I do have appointments coming up. And then the final thing I have on here, and this goes along the whole bottom, this isn't divided by today and this week, I keep a list of client projects that I'm working on. So for me, this is websites that are in progress that I'm still working on. They're still in the design phase. They haven't been completed and released to the clients. For you, this would be vacations you're currently planning. So in the design stage, not like once you get the whole thing designed and the client signed off and you're booking things, I you could probably, depending on how many you have going at one time, you can remove that. I just like to know how many things I've got going at once. It's a nice reminder to maybe follow up on things. Sometimes there are gaps in the work and I'm waiting for the client to get back to me. So it just reminds me that I still have some of these things in progress. So I use that at the bottom. But again, I'll give you the download. You can download exactly what I use, but feel free to just throw something together in Canva and create your own or even write it by hand or create a Word doc, whatever works for you. And even though, or even when I'm not in panic mode, I do still every week, sometimes a couple of times a week, I do still pull out my notebook and write down all my ideas and to-dos and things I want to do. It just helps me reprioritize sometimes. There are times when there's something I want to do and then after some thought, decide it's not really that important or things come up in addition to things ideas I already had. So I'm constantly creating new lists of things that I want to do, but I don't put them on the sheet. I just use that to pull from every week. All right. So how do I use this in my day-to-day life? How does it actually work? Initially, I would print it out, write everything out with a Sharpie because I wanted to be able to see it. I have a whiteboard 
in my office that I use like outline lessons for insiders. And I wanted to be able to see it really easily. So I just taped it on there and with a Sharpie marker, filled in all the information every morning. Then I started feeling guilty about all the paper I was wasting. So the next thing I tried was a a picture frame, just a cheap picture frame. I put the sheet behind the piece of glass and then I would write on the glass with a wet erase marker, which is different than a dry erase. Dry erase, uh, if you touch it, it comes off with a wet erase marker. You have to use a wet sponge or washcloth or something to wipe it off. And that way I was able to keep the week on there and then just update the daily top three and the daily appointments without my hand getting on the weekly side and smudging all of that. I don't love having it on my desk all the time. It kind of takes up a lot of room. It's not really in the place where I like to look. Like I'm always referring to that whiteboard. Uh, I don't always look at the other side of my desk all that often. So now what I think I'm going to do is laminate it. I have a laminator. It's like $20 on Amazon if you want to get one, if you think you'll use it for other things. Or you might be able to check with like staples or something. They might do lamination there. I'm not sure. But they also do sell self-sticking lamination sheets. So it's like a sticker on the inside and you would put it in and just close it around. And you can use the same wet erase or dry erase if you prefer marker on there as well. And then just every morning update your top three and every week update the weekly side. You could also just create this using a whiteboard. You could write the like the labels, the today's top three, today this week's priorities, the check boxes, all of that. You could write that with a permanent marker and then just every day wipe off the daily side and fill that out too. The other thing I thought about doing was using a digital picture frame and creating a digital version. We got an Echo Show Oh, which is annoying, <laughs> but it's like a tablet on an, an Amazon speaker. And I thought about trying to use that for it, but it's just not practical. It's too hard. It's too much work for me to have to pull it up every day and type it in and save it and transfer it. So I'm sticking with the the physical version of it, but you might want to try if you like digital things better, you might want to try that. You could even save it as the the home screen on your phone. But again, anytime I glance at my phone, there's a really good chance I'm going to get pulled into buying something I don't need or <laughs> scrolling through social media or something that I shouldn't be doing. So I try to avoid using my phone, to be honest, as much as possible. So that's how I physically use it. And again, I will have the download available on the in the show notes travelgeniuses.com slash episode 54 start with what I've got and then just adjust it to work for however you like to work maybe you don't want the weekly part on there maybe that's too distracting or whatever just feel free to make it your own but I do have something that you can use to get started and that's it. I hope that was helpful. Actually, I hope you don't even need all of this and that you're super organized and on top of everything all the time, unlike me. But if you struggle like I do, I hope this was helpful. And if you use the printable, please let me know. And if you modify it, I'd love to know what you've done to modify it. Maybe you come up with something that uh, will help me that I haven't thought to do yet. And I'd love to know if you use it in a different way than I do, how you have made it work for you. 
One last reminder, the download can be found at travelgeniuses.com slash episode 54. I will also have links to the books and resources that I've found really helpful as I've been sort of finding my way through this and how to make my brain work better and keep on task and not get myself to that panic mode anymore. And thanks for sticking with me, you guys. I know this last year, especially, I have been terrible at getting these podcast episodes out, but I do have a lot of really great things planned. So if you're not already subscribed, please go ahead and do that so that you'll get notified as soon as a new episode is ready. I have some really great episodes planned. So until then, have a great week.